For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty on SENSA. The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. Yes, and a very good evening and welcome to the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey on this Thursday afternoon. A little bit different because of the cricket last night. Of course, we have a special edition of the uh, the round ball game and uh, joining me here in the studio for a brand new year, Tripper, Mr. Dodsey. Uh, firstly, happy new year to you. Happy new year to you. you. Know, you look- I'll tell you what, you've got to you got to give me a warning when you p- play the the promo there. You scared the bejeebas out of me then when like in the headsets, you know, it was ah, up very loud here. Yeah, well, well little you, practical joke some, there. That, that's something you'll get used to now. Yeah. What I want to say is normally uh, you'd say, oh, "God, you don't look any older," but looking at you, you do look older because guess what, everybody. This man over here celebrated his big 4-0 on Monday. Yeah, you beauty. I haven't got a birthday thing here, but happy birthday there, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Look, it it gives me comfort to know that I'm the only one in this studio that has their age with a 4 as the first number, not a 7. I've actually got a 4, but it's on the other end, but it doesn't matter. it's a (laughs) 7-4. Jesus, are you serious or delirious? (laughs) Unbelievable. Anyway, happy birthday. Thanks, Happy birthday. Uh, mate, What's been happening? Then again, if I was 74, look all right for 74, don't well, I? You've got to wow. admit, hey, look at this. Yeah, hey? yeah. George Clooney, yep. get your heart okay. out. Um, Next. Yeah, like it is our first show for 2020, so uh, thanks for listening, wherever you may be listening uh, around the country, around the world, in fact. And, of course, we've got listeners in Mount Gambier on 1629 uh, on SEN. Uh, lots to talk about. We're going to talk about the A-League. We're going to talk about a topic which uh, rears its head every now and then. And our special guest tonight, or oh, before I forget, is a former Adelaide United um, captain and coach, of course, and that is Aurelio Vidmar. He's got a new gig, of Love, course. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to speak. It's been a while since I've caught up with Vidi, actually. Um, well, he is a friend of did ours. You, did you end up going down to Middleton with him? Uh, no, I didn't. No. Very busy, but he was here for Christmas, but he's got a new gig, if anyone... Because people always ask me, what's happened to Aurelio? Well, he's got a new gig in Singapore. Not a bad place to live, yeah, really. Yeah, he's, uh, he's to do the, the go around the traps there at Southeast Asia, so uh, spending some time in Thailand as yep. well. But uh, he was out of like, out of work; he was unemployed for a, for a little while there. So I'm sure he's really keen to to get back in the fold. So it's a tough thing, isn't it, when you're a coach? Because there's not a lot of uh, gigs, professional gigs here in Australia. We've only got 11 clubs, although there is one going now with Newcastle. Yes, <laughs> yes, Merrick's so we can, We'll talk about that yeah. in a sec. Uh, but yeah, if if they're all taken, well, there's nowhere really to go, is there? You got to look overseas. The very hard thing about uh, having a, a, a career as a player, as a professional player, you spend so much time uh, traveling around the world, trying to find your next contract and, and where you're going to play. And for coaches that have that ambition to, well, players that have that ambition to want to coach post-football, you're basically doing that whole thing again. So it's it must be very hard on the family. Uh, we do know that, or we know that, that Aurelio's family is based in Adelaide. Uh, so... Yeah, you know, it's, it's tough to, yeah, to tough. fly on the other off to, to Asia to go and do your passion and and fulfil your dream as a coach. Yeah, uh, because yeah, it's that's uh, the life of a professional coach and player for that matter. Is, By the way, uh, we're here for Hyundai 2019 plate clearances on right now. So if you can't wait, don't wait. Get into your Hyundai dealer right now. And Flight Centre South Australia, if you're planning a holiday, we're still in holiday season, you're about I to am, go on I one. am about to go on holiday. You are. Woo. You won't be here for a couple of weeks, so I'm sure you've gone to Flight Centre. Call your local Flight Centre travel expert, but you've got a freebie on uh, 131 600. And, of course, our open line number is 1300 736 736. It's the Milk Bar open line. They're at uh, 57 Flinders Street in the city. So uh, give us a call. Have your say about anything you like about football and our text number if you want to text us couldn't be bothered giving us a call maybe too lazy 0427 or maybe, maybe it's the young kids 154 
166. We do have goodies to give away, of course. We've got passes to uh, Adelaide United's next home game, which is not this weekend. It's the following Friday against Melbourne Victory, the old nemesis. So we've got tickets to that. Mm. And also we have a $50 voucher to the uh, milk bar. So give us a call about anything you like. Now let's talk about Adelaide United. Wow, wow, wow. Wills, I said last time around that they're starting to wobble. They're starting to fall off now, Trav. They haven't won a game for a while now. Well, they didn't have too bad a start against Sydney, actually. They, you know, they created a couple of chances early on. Uh, George Blackwood had a, a goal disallowed uh, early on the piece for a push. Uh, good header in the end, but uh, just Sydney were just able to too resolute and break them down. Uh, the, the first goal that, that Sydney scored came from... Uh, yeah, a great bit of defending from Adelaide United. It was a, a great through ball over the top for Barbarousas, who was able to bring it down on the edge of the box. He's been a good addition for Sydney. Oh, Sid, uh, Barbarousas is fantastic. He's one of my favourite players, along with uh, Bormjahan. Yeah. Uh, and Ninkovic, that, who didn't play. In, in saying that, uh, I think I said it to you, Dom, early on in the season, that front four of Sydney FC with Ninkovic, Ninkovic uh, Lafondra, Bormjahan and Barbarousas is the best in the A-League by far. Yeah. And, and I'd go as far to say it's it's potentially the best quartet that we've seen, best attacking strike force that we've seen ever as a whole in the A-League. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Big because, call. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're just fantastic, the, mm. the four of them. Um, so it was great That's to why watch. they're top, I guess. Well, it is. By nine points, they're smashing it at the moment. So yeah. Who's going to stop them, really? Yeah, but, but what about Adelaide? Let's let's talk about Adelaide United. Uh, what's, what's going on there? I mean, that... Okay, they they did they didn't do too badly against Sydney, but we've seen them do that and still lose, and then we've seen them play bad and win. So what what do you think the problem is there at Adelaide United? Goal scorer. Simple they as need that. they need they need a Lafondra. They need uh, they need the attacking midfielder uh, that creativity. Uh, the and look, it's without being overly critical because the 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 players in the squad have in patches been good. Uh, Malausnich has, has done some great stuff. Uh, Toure, who's been good, but he's a young player. You can't expect too much of him this year. Opseth, we just haven't seen enough of. Uh, yes, he's come back from injury now, but uh, as a foreign player, you expect them to have an impact from day one, and he just hasn't. Uh, you know, the, the the other thing that I'd like to see or like to know uh, a bit of bit more information about, Adelaide United signed a Chinese player. In a, as a visa spot, yeah, yeah. As a as a visa spot, that is such an important spot, but we haven't heard or seen of him. Um, well, and, he's training with the youth team, isn't he? And to be honest, I don't even know his name. That's how yeah. little publicity there's been or media. Yeah, that's a bit of a strange him. one, that one, isn't it? Because uh, yeah, he's he's like you said, he's got a visa spot, very important to get a yeah. visa player in, but. He's training with the youth team. I don't even know if he's played a game. I haven't heard any information about it. I haven't seen any information about it. Let's put it yeah. that way. And that's uh, that's the concerning part of that, I think, is yeah. that you know, you, you've used such a, an important spot for a player like that. And and to an extent, Opseth as well, because let's face it, he hasn't, he hasn't had great input um, to the season so far. They need to get value for money mm. for these players, and they're just not. Well, it doesn't get any easier this weekend because they're up against Perth Glory. Last week it was Sydney FC away, again away from home this weekend. Uh, Perth Glory, the uh, finalist last week. And Perth are starting to come good. They started off a bit scratchy, but you always knew they were going to come good because on paper they got a very good side. So it looks like Adelaide might be in for another defeat this weekend. Well, anything is possible. Um, you know, we've seen... 
We've seen Adelaide lose to the bottom team previously, so there's no reason why Adelaide United can't put a a, a solid performance together. Without Teresi? Because he's out with a hamstring? Yeah, without Teresi, without Toure. Again, yep. um, look, it's going to be tough, but wow. this is it's a test of character uh, for this for this club at the moment. And for that playing group, there's no doubt about it. They, they've got their backs against the wall, and now you'll see if they're men or if they're boys. So... They, they really need to stand up and be counted uh, and you know, put some good results in to try and, I won't say salvage something for the season because it's probably a bit early. Are they going to make the six, you reckon? What, what's your opinion like? And I know there's a lot of games to go, but you know they've got Perth Glory away, then they've got Melbourne Victory at home who are also starting to come good, then away to Western United, then at home to Melbourne City, and then maybe a Brisbane Roar, you'd expect them to pick well, points. Are they going to make the six? I mean, you, the benefit is... And we saw this from Wellington Phoenix probably four weeks ago, who were at the foot of the table. You win three or four games and it catapults you into the top four. And Adelaide United got 16 games to go. So heaps of football, heaps of football. But they can't go on and lose another three or four games, a la Western Sydney, Mm. because they are languishing in the the bottom half of the table as well. Can they do it? I... I tipped at the start of the season if Adelaide finished within the top four, well, fourth, um, it would be a good result. I'd probably stick by that. Um, but the further, the longer they go without these results, yeah. you know, they'll be they'll be hanging on for dear life for a final spot. Well, as you know, before we go to a break, uh, you know, it's, it's that mentality as well. I mean, you're losing games every week now, so all of a sudden, your kind of your confidence is going to start to drop. The body language. Okay, they didn't play badly against Sydney, I didn't think, last week, but they still didn't win the game, and it's all about winning the game, Trav. And, and if you don't start winning a game, then that confidence is going to get lower and lower. It was a big opportunity uh, against Sydney, particularly from the week before that, that played 80-odd you know, 80, 80 minutes with 10 men. So fatigue was certainly a factor. Conditions were tough. It was quite warm. And then towards the end of that game, it was almost like tornado conditions. The yeah. wind was blowing a gale. Uh yeah, just trying to see the the TV broadcast, trying to do post match interviews it was quite amusing. Yeah, and the um, smoke and everything else was. Yeah, there. And the smoke. So look, it was uh, Sydney were there for the taking. Uh, Ninkovic was out injured as well, but uh, unfortunately, you know, two two good goals from yep. Paolo Retre. Did very uh, just signed a new contract that week, and he scores two yeah, good goals. Two, two year contract and, yep. and two goals. So thank you very much, uh, but. Yeah, back to the drawing board for Adelaide United. I think so. And uh, speaking of Adelaide United, the W League Adelaide United's team, they were meant to be playing um, uh, Newcastle tonight, but uh, I think, or tomorrow, that's been postponed because of the uh, smoke and the fires, which, uh, as we know, that's uh, all around Australia at the moment. Have they made a call on the other game with the the A-League game? Because uh, they were talking about potentially postponing that one as well. Yeah, at this stage, it's I've heard about Adelaide United. That's been postponed to Saturday, the 1st of February against uh, Newcastle. But they do play next week. I neglected to mention, we also got passes to Adelaide United's uh, W League match against Melbourne Victory. It's like a double header, but on separate days. Next Friday, Adelaide play in the A League against Melbourne. And then on the Saturday night, uh, Adelaide United W League play Melbourne Victory so as well. So it's like a double header, but it's Split nothing up. like a double header. Split up. Well, yeah. it's a double header, but it's two different days. Yeah. Okay. Make Is that okay with you? Clear as mud. Okay. Uh, by the way, give us a call if you <laughs> want to have a chat. 83-1300-736-736. Wrong station. And you can text us on 0427-154-166. We're here for Hyundai Flight Centre South Australia. And, of course, the Milk Bar Open Line 
Call us now. We'll be back right after. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Yes, so welcome back to the round ball with uh, Dom and Dodsey. We're here thanks to Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. Hyundai, Hyundai's 2019 plate clearance is on right now. Hard to believe we're in 2020. But if you can't wait, don't wait and get into your Hyundai dealer. And don't forget, we're here thanks to Flight Centre and Hyundai's uh, plate clearance, which is on now. And you can give us a call on the Milk Bar open line. And our number is 1300 736 736 or our text number 0427 154 166 because we're going to give you, if you come uh, get through and want to have a chat to us about anything you like, double pass to Adelaide United's uh, A-League match against Melbourne Victory, a double pass in the W-League Adelaide United's match against Melbourne Victory, that's next weekend, and of course a $50 milk bar voucher. Uh, yeah, so call us now. The lines are open. Uh, Trav, um, a lot of things happening uh, uh, in the uh, A-League, of course, we mentioned just briefly about Ernie Merrick. He's the first casualty. A few weeks ago, we would have thought that Marco Kurtz might have been first up, but he's dodged a bullet. They've got a few good results. Yeah, they've come good, Melbourne victory, which uh, is is good to see. Um, or is it good to see? I don't know. No, it's probably not. No, it's not good to see. <laughs> I can't believe you yeah. said it's good to see. Yeah. No. No, I don't mean that at all. Sorry. <laughs> Did you like playing Sorry, against Red Melbourne? Fans. I did enjoy playing against Melbourne because of the rivalry and the hatred and and Kevin Musket factor. You know the supporters were great, but anyway, Ernie Merrick, the first casualty. I was a bit surprised to be honest. Um, you know, with Kurtz and Babel, you know, potentially being in the firing line. Uh, from from what I've heard, uh, Ernie Merrick's head's been on the chopping block for some weeks, but just uh, not really the. Senior management there just uh, hesitant on pulling the trigger, uh, mainly because they didn't have a replacement, and they still don't. To be honest, they've got uh, Craig Deans uh, as the caretaker, uh, who is the W League coach at the Jets. So mm. it'll be interesting to see how what impact that has. But um, you know, it's a lot of things up in the air. They're talking about Sven Goran Eriksson coming, former England to coach, and he's coached just about everybody, really, really hasn't he? <laughs> Uh, can't what do you see think it of happening. that move? Can't see it happening. Look, I know Labano Halidi is highly rated uh, by the Newcastle Jets. He's the assistant, isn't he? He's a Western Sydney Wanderers. Assistant? Assistant, yeah, yeah to, to Babel. He was uh, with the youth team at the Jets last year and went to the to the Wanderers for some senior football. Um, wouldn't be surprised if if the Jets made inquiries on him. Big call, though. Uh, he's only 34 years old. Yeah. Um, Why not give him a go? Young has, coach. Has completed his A licence. So uh, I know the players, from what I've heard, what I've been told, the players respond well to, to Labineau when he was uh, with the, the youth team. So, um, yeah, some, some big calls to be made there. But they, they need to get things right because, yeah, apart from apart from that year, well, they won the grand final, you know, recently. But apart from that, they haven't been the best. They've been up and down quite a bit. Yeah, and, and they were one of the uh, top sides for many years, weren't they? And they yeah. were getting big crowds out there in Newcastle. But as you know, uh, you lose games, you're at the bottom of the ladder, you they're, start to lose your crowds. Yeah, they're a parochial bunch there because yeah. I spent uh, well, four you, years. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about years, that. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to see an Aussie coach. You know, like you say about Halit, he's, he's young, hasn't coached an A-League team. But, you know, the season's already, what, how many weeks in? 11 weeks or whatever it is? Depends who's, who you look at. Some played 11, some right, played well, 13. Officially. Uh, anyway, um, why not give them a go till the end of the season? Yeah, agreed. Uh, I think that's the that's the logical 
thing if if we're talking about Haledi and if uh, Western Sydney Wanderers are prepared to let him go uh, because that'll be interesting uh, you know, potential to, to get a gig for the rest of this year see how he goes and if he does a good job well then you reward him with a, another one next year otherwise you you start your search for a, for a new coach for next season you reckon that's the end of Ernie Merrick will we see him again with another team or you reckon his uh, like his days are numbered and gone now he's probably in the in the cosy John Cosby yeah. basket. Yeah, what, coach an MPL team and then get sacked from that? <laughs> he didn't get sacked from MPL, did he? Well, I don't know, but who knows? No, oh, well, I, yeah, so no I don't think he, he did. did. He, I don't really know, actually. I don't know, yeah. but I know he's well, not we'll there anymore. We'll ask Marcus to go back in the, the audio. <laughs> Cosy got sacked by an MPL team. Yeah, no, that's what Trevor said, As I think. stated by Dom. Uh, no, no, I don't think he did. But, yeah, it's sad. But um, having said that, he had a pretty good run, very successful with Melbourne victory. And then, of course, he went to Wellington and... Uh, Newcastle, so yeah, we'll have to uh, see. The other thing, day. the other thing with that though is it has to be said the players, the players and the management, uh, and in terms of the the owners of the club, haven't given him a lot to work with. You know, the the playing group they, they haven't been able to go out and spend a lot of money, uh, and the players haven't performed either. Now, in part that is, I think, on the coach, but. In part, that is on the players. You you play for pride as well, yeah. so you need to perform. At your best, and you need to, to give 100% uh, each and every time you go out in the park. Well, as you know, it's easier to sack one bloke than 23 blokes, so yeah. where the coach is always on the chopping block. But anyway, if you'd like to uh, make a comment, especially about what we're about to talk about next, you can give us a call on our Milk Bar open line, 1300 SEN, uh, SEN, that's uh, 136, 1300 736 736, or you can text us on 0427 154 The other thing that has uh, come up, Trav, is about the A-League season. Now, what is it, the 16th season now we've had in the uh, in the A-League in summer? Yep. Talk about Good now, closer. just talk and maybe just, you know, like people chucking ideas around uh, about changing it back to winter. Now, I kind of like that idea. I know you're up against the AFL and the NRL and, uh, and, and it is winter, but at the moment, uh, the crowds are not great. I mean, they were great when they started. They're sort of starting to go backwards maybe. And when, they, when it's too hot, you know, they're going to change times. And, of course, you, then you've got problems with the broadcaster uh, people have things to do over summer, Christmas time. People go on holidays and what have you. What do you reckon? I reckon I think it's a good idea to go try winter and see how we go. Okay, so we called. We called. Uh, I don't know if we actually, me and you, called these back-to-back games with Adelaide United about a month ago, where yep. one week it was steaming hot. Yep. Thirty odd. The week before or the week after it was, it was raining. Yeah. Okay. And, the, and look at the crowds. Yeah. Both times. Both times. So, in winter. Would you more? Would you not get that kind of weather more often than not? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Teeming, teeming rain. So, if if that's any gauge, and look, we're talking about one market here in Adelaide that, you know, if if the elements are at play, then you're potentially turning away a lot of fans. I don't like the idea. Uh, you know, you're competing with the even the local MPL at that point in time as well, because depending on when the games are, MPL games are now played. On Friday nights, they're played on Saturdays. Well, that'll have to change if that happens. Well, that that's right. You don't want to clash, do you? No. Well, that's it. And the the FFSA here in particular uh, ensures that any MPL games, even friendlies mm. uh, during the preseason, don't clash with the A League games. So, but it used to be a winter sport though. Before the National League, it was a winter sport, and people would still go out and watch it. Was yeah. the NSL was the NSL winter? No, that started in summer as well. That's when it all started. But the before that, the old. Um, uh, Premier League, if you like, before the uh, National League started. Oh, I'm... that was uh, the Pterodactyl League that you played in? Oh, here we go. No, that was no, I was even before that, actually. <laughs> um, I, I used to go and watch them when I was growing up in winter, the old uh, and 
people listening most probably remember the old Hellas Juventus days. You know, you'd have double figures in the middle of winter because you just got used to it. It was a winter sport, but maybe we've softened people up by changing it to summer and they go on a nice balmy night. But if it's too hot, well, let's go to the beach. I just think, why not give it a go? Because I think... Uh, and as we know, the the, uh, the ratings aren't great with the A-League at the moment. And uh, and as you know as well, uh, if they don't get any better, well, there's a chance that we might even lose the rights to the uh, to Fox. And if there's no money in that league, then there will be no league. And that's what you've got to be careful of. Yeah, well, that's right. There's you're, you're exactly right in the, the fact that broadcast dictates you know, when it's on. Right around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Every sport. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you look at these other codes uh, or the other stations, so broadcasters, what they currently have, what content they have. Uh, AFL's free-to-wear, NRL's free-to-wear. I've always said that the A-League needs to be free-to-wear uh, and we need to have uh, a station that picks up, a broadcast that picks up the A-League and can beam it to everyone. Uh, and I think that's, the that's for me, the major factor yeah. in in you know, crowds and, and everything because that's how you that's how you show these young kids out in communities we talk about uh, indigenous kids playing football um we have previously these kids see the afl week in week out yep. and if they can see the a league and i know we're going off topic if they can see the a league well then that's how you generate a supporter base definitely uh, but it's a catch-22 though trav unless it rates uh on fox and they see that the figures are good and the crowds are big Free to wear, we're not going to grab it. So it's one of those, you're going to go around in circles. We just need more people going to the games to knock on the door of these free to wear TV stations and say, okay, we have, and it is a good product. I mean, it's the biggest game on the planet. If for some reason here in our country, it may as well be marbles because uh, (laughs) as far as free to wear is concerned, they're not interested. Yeah. Uh, Look, I, yeah, I am opposed to, to, to reverting to winter. All right. Um, you got your opinion, I think, should say. And I'd like our listeners, if you're listening and you would like your opinion, what do you think? Would you rather it stay where it is in summer or would you like it going back to winter, the A-League? If, if you have an opinion, give us a call on our Milk Bar open line and that's one three hundred seven three six seven three six. because we'll reward you. It's called Blackmail. Or you can text us on 0427-154-166. Give us your opinion. I mean, we can have an opinion, but everyone's got an opinion. I'm just curious to hear what, you know, like just chucking it out there and what people might think because it is a good topic. Uh, and it's something to consider because we don't want this league, uh, A-League in this country, because it's a professional league, we don't want that to die. Because if we lose the TV rights, and that comes up when in two years' time, does it, before before they renegotiate? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, well, uh, then we are in diabolical trouble. But, yeah, anyway, give us a call and let us know. Uh, we're going to take a short break right now. And after the break, we're going to catch up with our Aussies Abroad segment because this guy's just moved to uh, Singapore, and that's our very own Aurelio Vidma. Uh, Witty. Witty. Yeah, good old Witty. I wonder if they call him Witty over there. <laughs> I bet they do. Because <laughs> we had some fun times in Asia with that one there when we oh, worked together, word. didn't we? But uh, yeah, he's got a gig uh, with uh, Home United and we'll find out how it's going, what it's all about right after the break with our Aussies abroad. Uh, but don't forget, call us. And we're here thanks to uh, Flight Centre Australia and Hyundai. Hyundai's plate clearance is on right now. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Yes, yeah, so welcome back. And you can give us a call on our Milk Bar open line number, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, And, of course, on our text, that's 0427-154-166. We're here for Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. 
and Hyundai. Hyundai's plate clearance is on now with special bonuses across the range. Uh, number 1300 736 736 with uh, Dom and Dodzy. And uh, Dodzy, we've got a good friend of ours we're going to be talking to in just a sec. Aussies abroad. Thanks to Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. Yes, Aussie. You like it, didn't you? You enjoyed that. You enjoyed malfunctions on equipment. Oh, that, God, that, look at it. You try to click was, that mouse. It was no there. different. That's it was no hilarious. different. It's no funny than when I used to see you run around That's and you blew hilarious. a gasket and you're, you're down on your haunches. And Honestly. And I know this guy would remember all of that on our Aussies Abroad segment. It's Adelaide's favourite son, none other than Aurelio Vidmar. Aurelio, thanks for joining us on the round ball. Witty. Thank you, Tom and Travis, and yes, I can vouch for that. <laughs> Could you remember the days when he used to run around? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> hey, uh, Vinny, uh, had to... complaining, I had to talk to you because, uh, besides the fact that we have to say we are mates, and, of course, uh, Trav, you were his coach for a while, but people around town saying, what's happened to Aurelio Vidmar? I did know what happened to Aurelio Vidmar. You've moved to Singapore, to Home United. Firstly, tell us all, how did all that come about? I think about a phone call um, asking me if I was interested to come uh, to Singapore. And initially I said no, but um, probably after a couple of weeks they continued to ring and we continued to have some, uh, some uh, text messages sent to each other and um, they said, look, come on and have a look. That's what you think. And so I flew me over, I had a look, had a look around, um, great people, great management young guys and um, we were aligned with a lot of, um, of football philosophies uh, how we see the game where we want the game to go and as things progressed over uh, probably the month of October November um, slowly it was done and, and here I am Fantastic, well, you, uh, I've got to say to our listeners well, you can't hear it at your end but we're having a few little problems with our phone so we're going to try and decipher what Vidi is saying but uh, Trav yeah, Vidi, you've now been uh, in Thailand and, and Singapore. Whilst you've only been there a short time, uh, how does it compare to, to the standards that, in terms of facilities, professionalism, to, to both Thailand and Australia? I definitely different. Uh, one of the biggest issues here is uh, they only have a couple of um, grass pitches. So a lot of their uh, games are played on artificial. Um, so that's one of the biggest problems. The, the big thing about us is the home United is that um, our stadium is the only bus which are one of two actually bus pitches that they play the competition on. We're able to train on that, which is good, but uh, not every day. So um, we're racking our brains trying to find um, another area where we can um, have some uh, quite on a nice surf. Unfortunately, uh, development has changed a lot over the last 10 years and um, the schools have a bigger control over clubs uh, which is a bit of an issue um, to, to be honest I just had lunch with Joe Palazzi who is now the technical director of the Football Association and so he's been here for months and uh, he's given me a big heads up about uh, what it was like when he started seven, seven months ago so um, to ask you a question Travis there are a lot of differences a lot of changes from Thailand and, and here. Um, Ten years ago, so we here was thriving. Uh, just two weeks ago, when I was here, um, I'm a, a former goalkeeper, he told me only to fly, um, Vlad Bolinovsky, 
Kellek, Ivan Kellek, all these guys um, had passed him, Krafos had passed through the Singapore and played in the Premier League at one, one stage to another. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the um, uh, parents now are wanting their kids to study more than play sport. So that's what's been big turnaround over the last 10 years. How difficult it is, is it really, uh, having that having that passion for being a coach uh, and and having that having a young family here in Adelaide to to want to pursue that dream of coaching. Yeah, very difficult. Um, unfortunately, um, a lot of people we see coaches in in um, Australia come from work in their own country and will probably make a difference. We found it difficult to find a, a position in Australia, so we have to look elsewhere. And unfortunately, that's part and parcel of. Coaching, um, you surely you have a very understandable family and wife and partner or partner to uh, to allow you to follow your dreams and continue doing what you love. And and uh, I'm quite fortunate that uh, my wife Sarah and my kids absolutely love sport and understand um, understand the nature of the game. You've had uh, the the honour of uh, being involved with the national team set up. Uh, how, how different is it, I guess, you have national teams set up where you're only with players a uh, limited time, whereas on a club basis you, you get to work with them on a, on a daily basis. Uh, what, what was your preference over the time? Oh, well, if, um, if you, you want longer term results, then obviously working with the team um, on a day-to-day basis is exactly what you need to do. But the national team job is very, very difficult. Because uh, when you look at um, every club in the competition, it doesn't matter what league you're in, they're all doing something different. Then you have a coach who comes in um, to the national team set up with his own thinking and own philosophy. And some clubs will follow, will follow that, and that's not a problem. But ones who don't, that comes a little bit more of an issue to get them up to speed. And especially uh, that becomes even more problematic when you only got sometimes three or four days to prepare for the game uh, or a qualifier. So, yep, it is very difficult. Very difficult. Um, in my opinion now, I've, I've experienced uh, both sides. Um, you know, I, I played Adelaide United for three years, which was two fantastic years. Um, and then the opportunity to go and work with the national teams came and I thought it was a good opportunity to do that. But if I had my time again, I was just fighting up the ball for a lot longer. And that would be my advice to any young coach, is to uh, work at least uh, you know, as long as you possibly can, 10 years in senior level. And when you're a little bit older, with a little bit more experience, and you, know, you have enough of, of coaching at club level, then the national team position is great. Vinny, Singapore is a, a beautiful city, no doubt about it. How are you putting up with the humidity there? Because uh, when I go there, I just have buckets of sweat. Do you, can, do you get used to that? Uh, you do. And, and to be quite honest, um, the month of December and this month is, although it's still 30 years, but it's quite cooler uh, with less humidity, believe it or not. Um, over the next month, uh, March, April, May, June, it obviously gets a lot hotter. Uh, with the humidity, probably the temperature would probably hover around 33, 34, but the humidity gets close to 9 plus. So that's when everyone uh, sort of starts with that. At the moment, it's a 
Well, I know you were here over uh, Christmas, New Year, and uh, here in Adelaide today, I think it got to 41, so I think you can relate to that. Hey, when does, uh, before we let you go, when does your season actually kick off? Uh, the season starts on the 28th of uh, February, but unfortunately, because there's only 19 in the league at this stage, uh, we have a bike this round, so we get the extra week of pre-season. Um, but so far, I've been to work with the one-week training group. It's been really good. Um, at the end of the month, we go to Thailand for a 10-day, 10-day camp. We play three games. We play my next club as well, bank of class. So um, that would be really nice to get back there. Uh, um, that's that's the we can get the extra week because the ball the All right, Vinny. Well, mate, it's uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. We miss you here in Adelaide, and we'll, we'll keep in touch with your progress once the season starts to see how uh, your team, uh, Home United, is uh, progressing. Uh, good luck with the season. I'm sure you're going to do well. And uh, again, thanks for taking the time out to talk to uh, us on the uh, the round ball, mate. Thank you, Tom. Love you, Witty. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Witty. We're going to get that one started in Singapore, I think. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Hey, guys. Let's see you, mate. Aurelio Vidmar, former Adelaide United coach, uh, now coach of Home United in uh, Singapore. And uh, we should apologise for the uh, line on uh, that. T- t- you know, it sounded like uh, that, that, that uh, Trav, it sounded like one you used to uh, talk when you're trying to get your breath back when you ran out of breath on the pitch. I know. Sounded I mean, very and similar, you, actually. You, were talk, you just talked about the humidity and oh, yeah. you already need, you just need I'm a, okay now, cool no, as a cucumber. you're not. You need your, you need your napkin or See, your serviette or I your handkerchief know, there's now. Something, there's something deeply wrong with you. If there is a psychiatrist, then give us a call. And if you'd like to have a chat to oh, us... Look, you... if there's someone that can decipher that interview as well, give us a call. I know. We, we, I know. It's just uh, maybe it's the heat. I don't know. I think we had that problem a few weeks ago. But when it seems to be extreme weather conditions, uh, yeah, we seem to have problems with our phone line. So, again, we apologise. But if you'd like to, give us a call and we'll try and work out what you're saying. one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 is our Milk Bar open line number. And it, maybe it's better to text us on 0427154166. We still have these goodies to give away. A couple of passes to Adelaide United's Melbourne Victory Game next. That's Friday week, tomorrow week. And then on Saturday week, Adelaide United and the WD take on Melbourne Victory. And, of course, that uh, $50 milk bar voucher. Uh, we are going to take a short break. Of course, don't forget we're here for Flight Centre Australia and Hyundai's seven-year warranty. And uh, not only that... Our uh, women's uh, segment is coming up real soon, Trav, and we're going to talk about the W League right after the break. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Yes, sir, welcome back, and we're coming to the uh, home stretch here on the round ball with uh, Dom and Dodsey, and we are here for our uh, good friends, of course, Flight Centre South Australia, and Hyundai Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, you can call Flight Centre. Where are you going anyway? Bali. Or go now. You're planning, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131-1600. I didn't really mean that. And Hyundai's uh, plate clearance is on right now with special bonuses across the range. And, of course, our uh, Milk Bar open line number is 1300-736-73. Have you ever owned a Hyundai? Six. I never really owned one, but when I worked for Adelaide, I actually did have one, but it wasn't mine. Good, I had to give it back. Car, eh? Very good cars, and they're getting better. They weren't that crash hot over the years, like 10, 12 years ago, but they're excellent cars and, and, they are. and fantastic value because uh, compared to some of the, I guess, some of the poshier cars, if you like, so the luxury like cars, yours, yeah. uh, like, no, like yours, not like mine. I've just got a regular run-of-the-mill sort of 
layman's car, whereas you've got one around. of those superstar yeah. cars yeah. that you think you're a superstar. But yeah. anyway. Spinners on the wheels. Hey, let's check in on the women's game. Thanks to SA Power Networks, of course. Uh, SA Power Networks uh, empowering women's football here in South Australia. And, well, they're not empowering Adelaide United, I can tell you that much, but they uh, got a, at least they got a draw last week, Trip, and I actually called that game. Uh, How did they lose it? Yeah, you're that's, right. That's what I want to know. Turn it up, turn it up. And uh, I thought, well, they're so finally going to win a game. They were playing um, Perth Glory, who were just above them by one point. They only had picked up one point. And right at the death, they conceded a penalty, and it ended up being a 2 all draw. But at least they didn't lose. Yeah, well... Is that it a consolation? Have, yeah, no. Yeah, yes and no. Maybe. It would have felt like a loss yeah. afterwards to, to be 2-0 up and then, and then, you know, drop points in the almost the last kick of the game. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a heartbreaker, but... Uh, you know, five games to go. We we spoke about they need to win games to make finals. I think it's fair to say that finals football is, is uh, now done and dusted. Um, with five games to go, they uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. pretty pretty safe to say uh, concentrate on next year. Maybe play some younger players. Some, maybe play some of those players that haven't been getting much game time. Well, that's it. You've got to start, I guess, making calls on players uh, because what's been produced thus far this season. Uh, hasn't been up to scratch. To... Very impressed with Mallory Weber, one of the imports from the American girls. She yep. is very, in a, in a better side, with all due respects to Adelaide United, she'd be a superstar because she has got pace to burn. Once she gets ahead of her, they cannot catch her. She is so fast. The only thing lacking in her locker is maybe scoring a few more goals, but she's a very, yeah. very good player. The game against Sydney a couple of weeks ago got into some great uh, opportunities in front of goal, one-on-one, and really should have been scoring. Uh, I think, Amber Brooks has been good, the yep. skipper. Yep. Uh, Mary Fowler has been, I think she's been Scored a good Scored a goal fight. last week. Very yeah. good goal. And uh, only a young girl. And she's got yeah. a huge, only huge. 16. Yeah, huge future ahead yeah. of her. Uh, I don't know if she'll stay at Adelaide United. But, you know, like they, they need to, because I guess the players, you don't like losing every week, do you? I mean, if, and if that happens and you want to make finals, you will look for another club. And over the years, that has happened. They've lost good players. Well, the, and the biggest thing is is particularly with the, the foreigners. If you get good foreigners coming in and... They come to Australia for the first time. For example, coming to coming to Adelaide United, yeah, they finished finished bottom. Well, not yet, but if they finish in the the, the bottom one or two, uh, try and retain that that player. If their quality is very very difficult, when you see the other the teams and you know the style of football they play, the amount of goals that they score, uh, interesting to see uh, Western Sydney Wanderers with a former teammate of my former teammates, uh, Dean Heffernan and Michael Beauchamp. Doing uh, really well there with... Uh, Beecham, I think they... Uh, Beecham, Beauchamp. Yeah, Beecham. Beecham, uh, Michael. <clears throat> but um, Perth Glory, of course, Adelaide United played them last weekend without Sam Kirk as she was their uh, captain last season. Uh, uh, they still look pretty good, actually. I thought Perth Glory... In fact, both sides weren't that bad. Maybe the, at the end of the day, if you look at the 90 minutes... Uh, because Perth really were had Adelaide under the pump. Actually, I didn't actually say this. They had Adelaide under the pump for the first half hour of that game, Perth Glory, and he thought, oh, well, Adelaide's gone here. And then they had a drinks break because it was a very hot night, 38 yeah. degrees at kickoff or whatever. After the drinks break, Adelaide scored two goals and they went into the break, Adelaide leading 2-0. And you thought, how on earth did that happen? Because Adelaide were really on the back foot. <clears throat> but then in the second half, Adelaide did come better, but uh, obviously it ended up... Uh, sharing the points. So at the end of the 90 minutes, it was uh, a fair result. But as I mentioned, Sam Kerr, of course, not there anymore, but she is at Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, she Chelsea played her first game over the weekend. Yeah, didn't she uh, get a welcoming? Uh, <laughs> she copped a, a fair old whack there from from the goalkeeper uh, who came off the line. And 
didn't really uh, didn't really do her any favours. Absolutely clattered her. Yeah, uh, it was a bit of a Smashed bit her. of a concern that she'd done done an injury, but uh, all was well. So uh, one nil down, Chelsea. Uh, but come good to, to get an assist and win the game three one. So great start for Sam Kerr. And you know what is the other the other strange? Well, it's not strange, but it goes to show the the pulling power that she has. That Optus Sports, the broadcaster, now streaming all the the Premier League games of, because, of Chelsea. No, of the all the games, women's Premier League. Oh, wow. Yeah, but they get yeah. big crowds there. They get massive crowds in England with the uh, with the women's league there, which is fantastic. And even in America, we haven't quite caught on here in Australia. But <clears throat> getting back to Sam Kerr, and you mostly would agree with this: like she is a superstar. That girl. Um, if she was playing any other sport. The Australian media will be jumping on her and just making sure she is letting everyone know. But you very rarely hear much about her. And I saw interviews by the Chelsea players before she... They were all excited, and all the English players or whatever, that Sam Kerr was joining her team because they wanted a world-class player. So I'm very disappointed with the Australian media where you don't really hear much about Sam Kerr. You hear more about a W League AFL player, or whatever they call AFL women's player, who, yeah. who's, a, like, what do they play, six games a season? Then you do about Sam Kerr, who is a world-class player. Yeah, but I think she's been unrecognised, not only in Australia, but uh, outside of the football uh, pundits, but globally as well, because how she hasn't won a women's football player of the year is beyond me. Uh, you know, the Ballon d'Or, the equivalent of the Ballon d'Or, the best player in the world. Yeah. Uh, to not even make top three... Does not even make best 11s. It just, it beggars belief because she's had such a consistent year on year that uh, she just keeps producing goals. So look, you know, the other thing to that as well is, you know, maybe it's the agent. Maybe the agent needs to up his game as well because I'm sure he's in the back background doing deals. Uh, he needs to, to promote uh, promote her a bit better as well. Yeah, possibly. So put it on the age. Well. <clears throat> but you know, you have uh, shows like this, sports. Uh, and by the way, we are trying to get Sam Kerr on this show in the coming weeks. Hopefully, the phones will be sorted out by then. Uh, but you would think that more of the Australian media would make a bit more of an effort to uh, want yeah. Sam Kerr on their program or whatever. But it's kind of not a priority, and uh, it is a shame because uh, you know we haven't got too many world-class sports people in the world. We have in certain sports, but uh, well done, Sam Kerr. But getting back to Adelaide United. Uh, Next week, they play Melbourne Victory. Um, going to be another tough one for them, really, isn't it? Well, it is. Uh, we can see Melbourne City's uh, running away with it. Uh, well, not running away with it, but they're three points ahead uh, and, and looking unstoppable. Haven't lost a game along with Western Sydney. Melbourne Victory sitting fourth. Look, you know, they're, they're around the mark, Melbourne Victory. But, you know, I, I think it's Adelaide United have... They keep showing enough signs to win a game. Yeah. But they just... They just can't find that extra ounce of luck to to get them over the line. So look, yeah, it's it's always going to be tough. They're they're away from home. Uh, you know, you just hope that the the players have got uh, enough, I guess, mental strength. And that's what to, it is really yeah, now, isn't it? Now mental it is, strength yeah. Uh, to, to keep it's, going, it's character, and yeah. it's and this is tough for Ivan Karlovich to coach yeah. because he needs to he needs to keep motivating him as well. He needs to find different words to use each week because you, you keep repeating the same thing over and over and it just starts falling on deaf ears. So yeah. it's up to him to re reinvent himself as a coach to try and 
you know, reinvigorate the girls. Well, fingers crossed that they can win a couple of games. Uh, but how many games they got left? Did we say five, five games five, to go? Five, five. The next two at home, Melbourne Victory, then Western Sydney. A couple of toughies there. But fingers crossed for the girls. Uh, and we'll keep you posted and see how that goes. But that just about wraps it up for the round ball game with uh, Dom and Dodsey. Now, you're off for a couple of weeks. I mean, you're off now, but you're leaving as well. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. Um, I've uh, learned from the best there. Yeah, okay. Thank you can you. go then. All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple of weeks there, uh, Trav. Cheers. Cheers, Trip. You enjoy your holiday. I'll Thanks. Come back with a tan. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Flight Centre South Australia and Hyundai.